0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Community Corner Podcast. In this episode, Zaire invites his good friend from overseas named Daniel to discuss the blooming issues from the past and exchange opinions about various other topics. Without further ado, I welcome Zaire. Hello. Welcome back. It's today we are on The Urban Psychologist. You know, it's me, Zaire Ali. And today we have a special guest, my good friend, Daniel and i'm gonna let him introduce himself but you know daniel i knew daniel since i would say 2017 2018 when i went to ireland so daniel and you know the rest of his family they showed me around i met him i met his his back then girlfriend but now fiance derbs. <laughs> so yeah we just you became like pretty cool and today we're just here to talk about a little bit of everything so in a past you know We talk about the Israel-Palestine conflict, we talk about world events, we talk about US government, talk about sports, a little bit everything. But today we're gonna talk about, you know, recent events, current events, because that's what we do. You know, at the Urban Urban Health Collaborative, we are here to work with people around the world and just really, you know, identify and help solve problems. So today we're gonna talk about COVID and vaccines. We're gonna talk about traveling because we love to travel. I thought I was a good traveler, but my friend Daniel, he's a world-class traveler. <laughs> and then lastly, we're going to talk about the siege of the Capitol building in the White House. So with no further ado, here's my friend Daniel. My, well, not my friend, my brother. Yeah, sounds safe. Let him introduce himself.
1: What's happening, everyone? Thanks for having me on, man. Uh, yeah, I'm Don. Uh, I have my own podcast, MC Podcasting, which Ali came on. Uh, was that the summer, was it? Came, was yeah, it? early no, this the, the summer. Stuff yeah and it's so weird because we when you schedule we scheduled for you to come on again no plan i was just planned out come on next sunday and that week guess what happened the whole fucking george floyd situation happened yeah so that's
0: a perfect and segue like,
1: and the same thing happened this week you we you said by coming on this saturday and then a the whole fucking
0: capitol hill shit happened as well it's it's you know like it's not even mental. It's just like wow, like that happened again. Like you know, like we talk about as as America, right? We talk about all these other countries how you know we have to go in, you know, and make them better. We have to go in and give them order, democracy, right? But look mm-hmm. at this, in the greatest country in the world, look what happened. I think that title
1: now needs to be taken away. Apologies. I you know me, I love America. I've been there numerous times. The cities in America are just breathtaking, New York especially. But the greatest country in the world, I think that that has gone now. I think there's too much there's always has been question marks over America, even from when it's founded, even back in like you know, the native the Native Americans and how they were treated and also and obviously the, the war of independence and all too, slavery, there's so much that like, there, it's kind of ruins America's history because there's so much like darkness that follows it. You know what I mean? But I always say this here because for, from the outside, obviously, America is so vast and so mental, but it's such it's so amazing as well. So for for Irish people to actually look in and see all the the gun crimes, like the school shootings, obviously like the what happened to George Floyd and what happens to obviously minorities minorities on yeah. regular basis over there, I just feel like. How the fuck could you live there? But on the other hand, you have someone like yourself. You know, you have people. So I, I always say America is like each side has like the best people, but also has the worst people and has the, the, the horrible humans, but it has just the, the most compassionate humans that way. That, that's the bad thing about America. It's just it's almost too big for itself.
0: Yeah, like like thinking about it, you know, it's almost too big for itself. And when you think about that, you know, sometimes it almost is because we think about different events that happen in America. You know, we think about the siege in Waco, Texas. Right. We we look at that. That's a prime example of, wow, America is too big for itself, because without that, without real, you know, federal investigation, without people losing their lives, you know, what's happening in Waco might still be going on you know we see different events we see different communities in this country that not saying for the better or for the worse but just are allowed to do different things off the grid without much answer and then you look at other communities and you're like wow they can't breathe too hard without threatening people so it's really you know this place where it's just like seriously is is that what's going on but you know here's the thing as you said you know, America has it all. When I, when I went to Ireland, you know, people, people, I didn't know about Ireland. I thought Ireland was, was like this happy place, leprechauns, etc. But then I get there, I you hear about like you know the conflict between North Ireland and South, you know, in in different parts of Ireland. I would say like you told me about Belfast, like the dark times, and like even things now. Like I didn't realize that the ghettos that we have in the U.S. Are all around the world you know in Ireland I saw like I went to different neighborhoods and I went to different places I'm like oh wow these people sound the same way they do the same things that I'm doing in the U.S. that me and my friends are doing they just say it a little differently and their skins differently but there's you know there's people you know I've seen that you know are literally doing drugs doing bad things there's crime everywhere it's not as bad and as rampant you know because the U.S. is a country and this happens on a wide scale level but you know, it's crazy. It's happening.
1: <laughs> well, you made a good point there. And that's what people need to, I think that's what people are trying to get away from here, especially because the conflict between Protestant and Catholics is still here. They still try to divide us in terms of the political party, DUP and Sinn Féin are probably the two biggest parties in the North. And one's Protestant, one's Catholic. But what we need this. Could you
0: explain a little more of that for people who aren't sure about all that?
1: Oh, so yeah so obviously ireland is is obviously a catholic country but obviously can't remember what year it was obviously it was colonized by by england and obviously it was owned by england for for hundreds years or whatever it was don't know what's probably wrong like but obviously the the the, the british planters from like england and scotland obviously mm. got priority who were majority protestant because England was a Protestant country, so they all came in, got all the land, so the land was kind of taken away from the Irish, uh, the native uh, Irish people, and their language was taken away, uh, Catholic schools were all closed down, you couldn't go to Catholic churches and all too, so it kind of treated like second-class citizens and stuff. Obviously, until 1916, there was an uprising with Patrick Pierce and all too, and, and obviously, that was started the IRA. The IRA obviously band together, was the Irish Republican Army, they were called terrorists but obviously a lot of people in ireland call them freedom fighters and with michael collins they're able to get uh 28 counties back so ireland is kind of like america divided up into states or we call them counties uh so there's there's 32 counties in ireland and uh 26 of them down south and six of them up north so uh michael collins was the head of the ira then basically was able to using guerrilla warfare tactics the British Army and the British Army allowed them to have 26 counties back. But the six counties up north, which were majority Protestant, is where Belfast is, where I'm from, had to remain a part of the UK. The goal was always to get them six counties back, but things have happened since then that it's still part of the UK. So technically, I'm from Northern Ireland, which is part of the UK, and the South is is the Republic of Ireland, which is an independent state. So People so you who
0: claim are... you're from the republic, but you actually geographically are located up north in the UK's properties. Right.
1: That we we get we get dual nationality. So I had a British passport when I was a kid because it's cheaper and it's quicker to get. But when I became an adult or when I became whatever, I think 16, I got an Irish passport. So I am an Irish citizen. I have a an Irish passport, but I live in Belfast, which is technically the UK. But again people i would always say i from ireland i wouldn't say i from britain it's just and again it's politics so people so up north it's that's where it's kind of the, the worst part because there's still a conflict going on in terms of there's protestant communities and catholic communities basically there's nationalists who want to be a part of ireland and there's the unionists who want to be part of great britain so okay. that's where the, the conflicts to be fair the conflict isn't as bad as it used to be uh, there's certain streets you you probably want not let to walk down but now it's not as bad you know what i mean for any tourist coming across like yourself it wouldn't be quite obvious not that way that but, makes sense wow so, so
0: so it's like in the u.s is literally like what you're saying is in the united states what has happening what has happened post slavery after slavery before slavery and during right now These people, we're not going to name any names, but we know who these people are, (laughs) came to another country and said, "Okay, this is how you're going to do it. This is the rules. Then people like, no, Mm -hmm. we were here first. You can't come here and tell us how to do something. So we're going to fight back for it. Yeah, exactly. Decades later, you know, centuries later, it's like, "Okay, we're still fighting. It's not the same way. It's not guerrilla warfare anymore, but it's very, it's very. Well, some places, you know, we see, you know, like at the capital siege, I, that is technically guerrilla warfare, right? <laughs> but, exactly. But now we see, you know, people are suppressing others by, you know, health care, lack of health care, lack of, you know, good good ways to make a living, lack of, you know, lack of a lot of more now. Mm-hmm. So they're not, you know, physically doing anything, but they just as well, might as well.
1: <laughs> I think that's why, like, people in Ireland and especially up north, from like certain communities they kind of align themselves with the with like blm the black lives Matter movement uh-huh. because we see similarities in how maybe irish people were treated in the north like irish people weren't able to get the jobs uh it would be irish in the papers and all this is when my parents were growing up my mom my dad's 71 now so okay. he can rem- he can remember in newspapers like, during like the the section where all the jobs were It'd be like uh Catholics need not apply. The Catholics won't let apply for certain jobs because the Catholic people were obviously part of the Irish community, because in the north is majority Protestant and stuff. Like all that happens. So I think whenever the BLM movement kicked off and a lot of people started talking about like black people in America and getting like uh obviously treated like second class citizens, I think the Irish people saw that, like almost like that's the same as happening to us. And I think that's why a lot of people here support palestine during the palestine and israel conflict because again they see a race of people or a, a type of people in society getting treated like second-class citizens and that's almost like representative of what the Irish are treated like so that's why there's a, a big connection out there you go all around belfast especially and like west belfast for example there's all murals on the wall for blm and all too and a lot of people don't like that a lot of people are like why are we getting involved in a conflict that's has nothing to do with us we realized it does have something to do with it because BLM isn't just isolated in America, it's here exactly, too.
0: Exactly. 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 Because the the people get lost in the in the words and terminology. Like I said earlier, people in the US and people in Ireland, people in India, people in Pakistan, people in Egypt, there's class there, there's, you know, social barriers there. And people are doing the same thing. BLM, you know, like you said, isn't just, oh, Black Lives Matter. Yes, in this moment, that's what I'm talking about. But you take that same framework and take it to Ireland, you see it's the Protestant Catholics, like, hey, like, we matter, like, Mm -hmm. you can't do this to us. And you felt that. So that's why, you know, people say, oh, you shouldn't get involved. Like, no, like anything, you know, around the world, if I can relate to it and not see a, a group of people, Who are you know being suppressed or held out, and if I feel you know the need or I feel a relation or if I feel like I can help or speak out, whatever it is, no matter how big or small it is, I will, you know, because why wouldn't we? It's just like we're humans, right? Before anything, before anything, we're humans.
1: No, and my asking exactly what it is, and I think a lot of people, especially to be fair, I think when you're young, you're more radical, aren't you? You're more like gung ho. You don't really understand what's going on, but like. The older i get the more i realized i don't pick sides in conflict and conflicts all. too i just look who's being suppressed the most who's treated like a second class mm-hmm. citizen and i grew up my brother you know he's big massive pro-palestine supporter and all too and i grew up the same but then like people would ask me are you pro-palestine i'm like no i'm not pro-palestine i'm just pro-human human justice if the exactly. israelis if the israelis were getting treated the same as the palestinians then then yeah I would I would be pro-Israel. But the bad thing about it, regardless of where the conflict started from and who started it, right now there seems to be an over overwhelming uh superiority really in, in, towards Israel, like, Israel in terms of like their the money that they have in comparison to to Palestine. There's no it's not an equal war. And that's why I feel bad for the Palestinians. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, oh for sure. Exactly. Like when you look at that as you like when you when you're looking at that, you're just like Seriously, are we really going to do this and support this? Yeah, and like, cause you see, like, I don't know, like, I, I I stand very, very clear when it's like, okay, you know, I'm in this country, I love my country, but it's like when you read, like, not not everybody reads, right? So when you see like the bills and you see like the government spending and you see how much COVID relief we're giving to Israel and how much we just give them yearly. And we mm-hmm. see like they're literally blowing, blowing Palestine off the I map, know. and you're like, seriously, like, are we really supporting that? You almost
1: want to say like, to, like support your own people first, and it's obviously against. I'm from Ireland, so a different country. I, I'm, I, my, my, I grew up with universal healthcare. I grew up with free healthcare. So the idea that you don't have that, it just blows my mind. Same, same as guns, the gun thing. I and mean, maybe I'm taking a bit, bit of a step step back on it because i don't know what guns i don't know if you're pro guns or anti guns i grew up with no guns in my country so the idea of people walking around with guns is so alien to me i don't want that but again people have their their hobbies people can do what they want but in terms of health care i always ask myself what's the purpose of a government you know, in wainsman to keep the people happy keep the people healthy and that's what you want first of all I don't, I, obviously we want to be we all want to be millionaires don't we we all want money. We all want to be happy, but your health is your wealth. You know what I mean. So if you exactly. have, a,
0: if
1: you have like, if you are, uh if you have, like imagine not having to worry about health insurance in America. Like imagine not having to worry about can I get this operation, or can I afford to, to live for next month. No, why well, that blows my mind. Why if we want an operation, it's done. Yeah, maybe we have to wait a bit longer, but in terms of expenditure we don't have to worry about money money's not a thing here we get all our prescriptions for free everything's free we see a doctor free surgery free but if you if you can't afford if you have like have to work out can i afford lunch this week or do i need to get my prescription like that's a weird society to live in
0: and that's reality here like that's legitimate that's the crazy thing it is legitimately reality here like people you know that literally have to choose between you know the prescription you know or food you know they have to pre- they have to choose between getting insulin which can literally save their lives or paying rent because yeah. the prices are so high now and insurers aren't fully covering insulin and since because in america you know we have essentially big and three big industries big pharma you know pharma like pharmaceuticals big you know big uh, big pharma, big food. So like the food and meat industry drinks and all that stuff. And then we have, you know, essentially like healthcare. And you look at that industry, we know how healthcare is. It's, it's essentially technology driven, you know, and in science and data driven. Healthcare isn't what it used to be. It's not what it's meant to be, you know. We could essentially, I, I, my, my belief and just from reading and doing research and, you know, looking at stuff, we could really, you know, fix a lot of the issues here that we have. Like, because we have so much money, the amount of money we spend on on healthcare technology and the amount we spend on procedures because we're paying for such good technology, such cutting-edge technology, and such, you know, world special specialist doctors are paying a lot for quality care, but it's not equitable. Just the distribution of, you know, this care and how things are, you know, Distributed throughout the country are not equitable. Because as you said, free healthcare is, is, you know, you grow up with it. If we had that here, I would say not 50%, but damn near a lot of the problems in this country will be fixed because healthcare goes deeper than what we really see. Healthcare goes into behavior healthcare, mental illnesses you know if you are a great mind a great worker but your brain your your mind is really has an illness or you have some type of psychotic disorder that you can't regulate on your own and you need extra help but you can't get it because you're you can't afford a therapist or you can't afford insurance that you know has a good therapist or you know any so many factors and it it just sucks because we are dealing with that and it's not like we don't know that we know we're dealing mm-hmm. with that, and you, like your country can look at us and be like, you know, other countries can look at us to say like, listen, we might not have this and this and this and that, but our people are not dying by preventable diseases. Mm-hmm. Our people, you know, aren't insane because they can't literally afford health insurance. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah,
1: we always say that, like, America is the greatest country in the world if you have money. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if you have it money, is, you go literally do it. You could have people literally feed your food to you and never <laughs> touch a fork, you yeah. know? But um, as of right now, the plan that is publicly being distributed is, I'm not 100% sure, but it's, you know, frontline workers, frontline healthcare workers, and like, you know, public safety, you know, public safety officials, doctors, nurses, essentially anybody who is in the front line carrying out, you know, the good fight to, stop people from getting COVID or who you know are educating people but you also you know if you're a student in college and you're on campus and you're in clinical practice or you're something like that you could get it so essentially yeah it's through you know if you're a university university covers it if you're through your job your job covers it essentially then you know elderly so if you're like elderly or worker in a long-term care facility you know let's say like if I broke my hip I was 85 and I didn't have family and i was in facility i would you know that would save me mm-hmm. i would get the shot that way or if i'm a worker in the facility i'll yeah. get the shot
1: uh, what's your opinion on it a lot of people like it's just a strange concept because i never understood the term anti anti-vaxxers like people who are anti-vaccinations until covid was a thing so i didn't understand that people were against vaccinations up until covid came, covid was a thing So what's your opinion on the vaccinations and getting the vaccinations?
0: Okay, so I have, I guess, a two-part opinion on it because I am, I'm for the fight. You know, I'm for fixing this. I'm for making all this better because I know the impact that COVID is having, not just on people financially, but mentally, physically, is impacting people, you know, having it's impacting mothers having children, seeing their prenatal visits, you know, the regular checkups, you know, it's really impacting people a lot. So, when you look at that perspective, I'm like, yo, if if the vaccine is going to cure this, it no, if the vaccine, going to stop people from dying. I'm all for it, but mm-hmm. I'm also, I also know science and I also know like just like anything, nothing the nothing's 100 percent, you know there's a certain, yeah. certain burning you know a burden of proof there's a certain you know level where it's like okay we know what's going to happen up to a certain you know point a certain value but these things if they do happen to you like we're going to try to make it better but you know i'm sorry it's only, there's only so much i could really do about it
1: i always it strange that so i obviously work in a a medical uh company i was i'm not going to give the name out but you know like so i understand the testing that goes into a, a drug or device you know what i mean over a long period of time but the difference between this fact va- well, i'm speaking on the the vaccinations over here I don't obviously see vaccinations and stuff but like i look at that and it's usually like was it 25,000 or 35,000 tests that need to be performed and that's usually done over a space of a few years but because this was such an urgent matter that this is obviously and everything was on on hold that people re- were able to focus on pushing this vaccination out and that's why it was done so quick a lot of people are questioning it because a vaccination a vaccination usually takes years to develop and stuff but, but because this one was getting kind of done within a few months. People are questioning it, but it's it's went through the same tests and the same approval, the same regulations. Oh, I believe that, in
0: science, for sure. That's what
1: I mean, like, yeah. So for me, I'm just like, okay, if you're the type of person that questions any sort of medical advice or any sort of medical medicine that you take far enough question everything but if you're a, t- a type of person that takes paris or takes whatever you want on a daily basis they cure your hangover or fucking if you're out in a bar you're snorting whatever you want but then you're questioning this i'm like mate you just snorted fucking stuff into the toilet there don't question this don't exactly question you know what so, mean? I exactly me. exactly
0: and you know like like me like any other minority in this country you know, I feel like, you know, I ha- we have the right to be skeptical here, mm-hmm. even with all the science backing it, because we know the history of the medical mistrust to minorities in this country. Mm-hmm. You know, that is the only reason where, like, when I first heard of the vaccine, I was like, the hysteria got yeah. me. I was like, wait, 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 the hysteria. And I was like, time out, time out. The world paused. Mi- like, billions, maybe even more, was put into this vaccine. And mm-hmm. plus, and plus on top of that, we not not saying we knew that this is going to happen, but we we were getting this vaccine readily ready supposedly in the past because we knew how mutations happen. We know science. So and I think
1: I think it's based on the, the SARS vaccination as exact, well. Exactly. So, thank so, you. So they use so that. We yeah, so they kind of had basically like the, the blueprint for this vaccination before they actually was needed. So it was there. It's not like they, they had to start from scratch. A lot of people were questioning that there. But, Thank you. you know, if you read it and do it, it's like, <laughs> one of these things. I haven't read into it because I trust them. So I, I, I understand... If I was American, I would distrust the government because I really don't trust American governments. the thing before. that people
0: don't get here, the government wasn't the main people who doing the vaccine. Exactly, Because yeah. the government isn't a scientist. The yeah. government contracts the best scientists. The government mm. doesn't have the best scientists and the doctors. No, 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 no. They have the people who have the best name for it. Yeah. But in reality, these scientists and doctors that are doing this stuff, we don't know who they are because exactly. they don't want to be known. They're so... Mm-hmm. They're so rich. They're so wealthy. They're so they're they're so forward-thinking. it's like, listen, I'm going to sign my life away to press government contract. Let me do the vaccine, then give me my life. Like, but it's that's all, how they are. But it's
1: also, but we talked about it before we started recording. It's like that's their passion. They don't care about the money. Sometimes a lot of people here are making it, they just want to cure this disease or cure this virus. Exactly. That's that's, that's their passion. So they're driven by that thirst so and not driven by money and not to. So they probably work fucking twenty hours a day just to do this and all too, and and now we're, you have someone online from fucking arsehole of nowhere saying like i don't trust them like i was like fuck's sake i fucking spent weeks on weeks on months doing this here like you know what i mean you gotta trust the science you know i mean i always trust science
0: yeah like I, I i trust science like even though some things you know like i'm the type of person where i've experienced the real world first then i learned science yeah then i learned the theories and that you know the theoretical responses i learned the critical the, the critical part of science so i you know and you're a scientist you, you are a scientist that's engineer engineer and that's still science because yeah. you could make you you could make things happen out would even like and most people would be like oh that's easy then you're like actually <laughs> it not, it's not but i make it look easy you know yeah, yeah. so like you know how things work so we are we're very special people in this in this realm, not because we're special, but because we have knowledge that that was digested and mm-hmm. easily, you know, told to us that we understand it. So
1: uh, I f- was listening to a song, basically, of a hip hop song by an artist called Dave, and I was just like, "Fuck, this is really grim." He's talking about the black community in the UK and how they're treated, and all. Too, and I was like, I just sat there. I mean, is the black community in the UK? disproportionately affected by covid i didn't know this here and i searched it so in the uk the black communities are three times three times more likely to die from covid than anyone in the white communities so i just want to ask like is that a thing in america or are, are black communities being disproportionately affected by that
0: oh my gosh Yes. really
1: yeah I kind of guessed yes. that but I didn't yes. want to just assume
0: so put like look I this is going to be something I can say and I can tell you like hey this' how it works so anything that you see happening in the US to so let's say if you were in the US we brought you over here mm-hmm. and we made three categories oh the majority the middle people and then the third the third column was like the everybody else right. Mm-hmm. So we could say the majority, yeah, we're not going to go very deep because just for time's sake, but if it's happening here to even like the middle class and down, because we see how Serena Williams, we see how doctors like well esteemed medical doctors were negatively impacted by COVID. So if that impacts them here you know it's impacting oh, over the yeah. class and then it it's impacting over the world because what happens in the U.S. happens globally. Like yeah. the U.S., we just garner so much attention because of like, you know, Hollywood, New York, all the crazy things. So whatever happens here is happening because everybody sees us and we are the trends. Like yeah. there's hip hop in in Ireland. There's, there's like, you know, I didn't know that. I did not know there was like black rappers in Ireland that are speaking, what, Gillish? Right, is it the language? Gillick? Gillick, yes. That I'm speaking Gillick and rapping and people are like, oh wow, that makes sense. If people like that, I'm like, oh crap, that's cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly, I know. No, but it's just, it's just strange to think about it. Like, cause I was watching something, I'm not gonna, I don't know what it was actually, but they're talking about like, cause here, inside, indoors, any shops, well, we're on lockdown right now again. We're back to our lockdown number fucking three. So it's a nightmare. But shops like essential shops are open, like 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 you no know, supermarkets to buy food and all. But it's mandatory to wear wear mask. You have to wear a mask only if you're exempt. If you have like asthma or something out there. But like even if you don't wear a mask, even if you are exempt, people still throw you looks and stuff. But is that a thing in America? You just have to wear a mask, or is still so, is like is everyone wearing oh, yeah. is, is, it, it, mask though? Yeah. Is it so?
0: Uh, it depends. That's the thing about America. It go it's it varies by state by by state. <laughs> So some states have very strict masks, man. It's like New Jersey, New York. Listen, if you're here, 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 you're doing this, mm-hmm. you need to have your damn mask on, even if you're not having your damn mask on, just to be safe. Yeah. That's how it is. But, you know, in like a state like Florida, Texas, you don't have to wear a mask unless the store. So in, in those states, it's, it's uh, optional. So if, if it's enforced by the store, yes. But if nobody said you don't have to wear a mask, you, you know you can go anywhere you want not wear a mask. So strange.
1: But anyway, this COVID is actually just annoying. To be fair, COVID hasn't really affected my family and it hopefully hasn't affected your family, your internal family anyway, your like your, your close family. But for me, it's affected traveling. So I think that's a good say, way to travel. And that's something that I've been annoyed at. But again, first world problems because a lot of people are down. A lot of people lost their jobs this year. A lot mm-hmm. of people can't afford even in ireland a lot of people are suffering for covid not to even my sister like she 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 works in the hospitality industry like she hasn't been working she worked like say a month the last nine oh, months Jamie. yeah so like she's affected that way but in terms of like me personally i haven't my job's still there i'm still we're essential business but for me it's traveling so okay let's fast forward three months down the line four months down the line vaccine work covid's gone where's the first place you're gonna travel to
0: I would say locally, like in the, within the U.S., I want to go either A, I think, okay, I'm going to do it this way. Go to Colorado, like the snow mountains, like wild mountains, learn how to snowboard. Oh, the class. All right, stay there for a week, do snowboarding, then go to California and visit my brother, work some business stuff out there, then go up to the mountains like Big Bear and snowboard again there.
1: You were in California recently, weren't you?
0: Yeah, visit my brother. L.A.? Yeah, L.A.
1: Man, L.A., I was there last September in LA, L.A. in San Diego. L.A. was the only city I've ever been to that I was overwhelmed by. It, it just felt too big
0: for me. Yeah, it's too like, much going on there.
1: Oh, my God, man. I was just like, this is too much for me. Like, I almost felt scared. I wanted to get out of it. Like, I've been to New York. Yeah, I love New York. New York's just fucking crowds of people. But L.A. just seemed, like, seemed different. It actually scared me scared you yeah i felt i felt weird maybe because i don't know what if i'm I'm in new york i know you're there like i'll usually i'll meet up with you so i have you yeah in new orleans my mate alex lives there so i meet up with alex that's good so i know someone there in la i was just like i was alone i was like this is overwhelming for me but then that's san diego san diego was so chilled much smaller something that's more similar to belfast in that sense but belfast you know yourself is a small city probably not even the city in America, probably a small town, but, uh, yeah, I'm LA just feeling like, uh, just overwhelming.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's, 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 that's LA. You know, like I learned about LA is like there's two people who are there, you're rich as hell and you're mm-hmm. done with everything. All right. And you're enjoying life. You grew up, No, well, three people, you're rich as hell. You're enjoying life. You grew up there. So you, you know, whatever, you have is you know you're used to it or there's a third people everybody else who's trying to make it who is yes. trying to get on you know like if you're trying to make it you go to LA you make yeah. it when you you know you go to New York when you're made it and you're doing appearances and you getting paid but LA you know you're 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 the main reason most people I know go are there because they're trying to get somewhere they're trying to be that person and I'm like it must oh it's
1: so hard though you know, so much competition. Like, and I love movies, you know, I do it all too. So that's why I went to LA. I just wanted to see Universal and and go to the studio tours. And I thought it was amazing. Like, I got to see where like uh where uh psycho was made, I got to see where the Grinch was made. That just blew me away. So at those, there is an a, an attractive lure in LA. But when oh, you're there. For sure. and, but and when you're there, man, it was just so much poverty and stuff. I just couldn't Oh Street. my
0: god, Skid Row! Like, when, yeah, when you're in out, like, have you been to San Francisco yet? No, no. Me and you, we we're go, we gotta go there together. Me, yeah, cool, There, there you go. Life. That's it, there. That's to, where we're
1: going. One to, we're pandemic going to San Francisco.
0: River. We are going to San Francisco.
1: We'll meet up in L.A., get a car, drive up. I think it's like a six-hour drive or something, or five hours. Yeah,
0: drive. you can meet my family there. We go to Big Bear. Like, you, I'll take you guys Shorted. snowboarding. So Yo, Dervla, Kendra listen, ladies. <laughs> if this is the one time we we ask you not to fight with us, just just <laughs> say hey, just say okay. This is our trip. You guys have to meet each other. So yeah. just enjoy it.
1: <laughs> yeah, we were we were we were so close to driving to San Fran because we were staying in San Diego. So driving to LA was like two to four hours, depending on traffic like we're like, fuck it, let's go, to, let's, go to, let's go to San Fran. But then it's like almost a whole day. Yeah, and we got it delayed. We, we got delayed in London for a day when we we're flying over to LA. So oh, that sucks. We were there for eight days or seven days and got one day taken off us. So we were only there for seven or six. and It wasn't worth it, you know what
0: I mean? Yeah,
1: I could only imagine. But California, man, something else. Fucking just warm every fucking day. I loved it. Like, I loved it.
0: It's beautiful. Like, I like me and my you know me and kids we said it like hey when we make when we get there when we make it Mm -hmm. if not la stop if not south africa la but we're going to have a property one of those places where we want to go whenever we want just go there
1: oh we mean what what south africa is that a place you want that's
0: my international place south africa so it's it's san francisco (laughs) i'm
1: gonna
0: i gotta stop by to belfast first so
1: I could get a connecting flight, stop off in of Belfast.
0: It stop by the Belfast. Then I was like, okay, we're going to South Africa. We go there, go back to Belfast. I go home. Then after that, you come, you fly back over here to New York. Then we go to LA.
1: Oh, man, New York. Like, it's about, like, uh, do you have the same, like, I don't know if you're the same, because you lived in New Jersey, which practically isn't.
0: So no, I'm, I'm still a tourist. I haven't visited half of, you probably could be a tour guide and show me around the city. Because I grew up going to the city for a bit, like to take my GRE test. I went to New York to. Mm-hmm. We go to, like in New Jersey. We go to New York for a purpose because there's no point in going there. It's too expensive if you're not going there for a purpose. So yeah,
1: yeah I know, you but you probably it, can show me around. The last time we were there was it two years ago. We met up in New York. No, no, no. It
0: was it was oh well. Technically now I think it is two years.
1: What was it? it was- Oh, it'll be three years in the summer so two and a half years since yeah. we actually last saw each other it's weird actually that was one of my favorite days because i felt like you were not a tourist you were a local like a local there i mean this is class because i hate being a tourist i hate walking around not knowing where to go i hate being a, not not typical tourist taking photos of shit. but when we met you we felt like ah,
0: yeah exactly. I, I know my way Fast. around the city. i know my way around the city but like there's i have friends who tell me about like these secret clubs in new york so there's so much stuff so when i went there with you i was like yeah i can you know, i could take you around like because you're a good yeah. friend because like, i can exp- i can have you experience new york like i do it
1: mm-hmm. but
0: i know i still haven't experienced new york the way i want to yet
1: yeah <laughs> it's such a fucking amazing city i don't, don't know if you have the same satisfaction you go with. for me maybe being from ireland new york is just like like a dream-like place. So when we go there, every corner, fuck, like there was a movie made there. Like every shot, like you see Times Square. Like how many movies were made in Times Square? So for Irish people, New York is like this, almost like a dream or something. Shit in that way. It's like a, like, like a fairy tale. You go to New York, like oh fuck, this is like this is a this is what you see on TV. But for you, really? obviously, it's probably just like a just a city around the corner.
0: Well, I guess I could say that about when I went to Ireland. That's, I told everybody about it because when I went to Ireland. I, I did not imagine that I would be in downtown Ireland with you guys walking across this, the town in the middle of the night and i would be safe. I did not yeah. imagine walking down like Antrim Road, down the milk. hill, yeah, down the hill into the city and watching the school get out and like, you know, yeah. me just talking to the kids. That looked like it i see that video <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like i felt like i was in harry potter because i'm like wait this is real life they really talk like that this is how they really dressed
1: uh, we have to wear <laughs> all our blazers our jumpers our shirt and ties we don't wear our normal clothes in the school we wear uniform
0: yeah it was it was crazy i was like wow
1: but that night the first time we ever met and we all went out drinking remember we did like a, the pub crawl thing
0: yeah, our, that was
1: fun. yeah that was classic we were uh I, this, I tell every, this story that everyone. don't know if you can remember because you're pretty drunk. We were in the club called Student Union, which is SU, back home. And these two, this girl on the fell were kissing. Remember? Just fucking kissing the face of each other. And you leaned over, took out your wallet, gave him a condom. Remember?
0: I gave him a card?
1: A condom.
0: oh oh, yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're like here you go you're gonna need this later on it was (laughs) the funniest thing ever oh my god oh
0: see like i was comfortable i felt safe with you guys i was having fun you know it was like it was like hey you know
1: there's a thing about belfast because belfast was like a couple years ago was voted the worst or the most dangerous city in like europe or the uk or something like that
0: really where though like where
1: i mean Like just Belfast in general, but I think it's taking exactly. I don't know what it is, but I think it's because they're taking into consideration all the troubles and all the bombings that happened during the troubles. But obviously now, no one's like that. But this is my, this is this is what I really think. I think that because we're so divided on sectarianism and all too in terms of Catholic Protestant all that, when you have someone else come in like I yourself, people are super nice. They're trying to almost get step away from the past by being uber nice to everyone else.
0: You know, way. So, so do you think violence and stuff back then was because of the Protestant Catholic?
1: Yeah, well, yeah it was. People were like, IRA So, so bomb, that's bomb, all but... the
0: violence. So even to this day, that's really what the violence and poverty is stems from. and like the division back then.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, sure. So we have like, it was like, there's a, there's a hotel called the Europa Hotel which is the most bombed hotel in the world. My mom, my mom used to work at it as a cleaner.
0: Is it like uh, is it an active hotel still? Or yeah, it it's,
1: it's probably the best hotel in, in Belfast, <laughs> but it, it got bombed during the troubles a lot.
0: Because IRA is the good people
1: back then. Well, people obviously some people from the other community. Well, okay, like put it this IRA. way:
0: it's like the Black Panthers. I <laughs> would think the Black Panthers are good yeah. because I'm for them, but the the other people would be like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: Yeah, it's probably exact exact same as IRA, like one man's terrorist is a never man's freedom fighter that's what it is unless it?
0: unless unless your president is enticing enticing it it's important oh, it. yeah. oh yeah then 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 they're just good americans who there's good who, americans who want uh what they want you know go they're, home they're not... go home i love
1: you all go home <laughs> what the fuck but uh, when like the blm move, movement happens arrest them while they're all thugs think like America is such, it's always in the news. A lot of people have their opinions, but a lot of people over here do support Trump. It's weird, man. There's actually like, there's posters about Trump and all in Ireland. People have like bumper stickers, like support Trump and all in Belfast. No, they don't.
0: No, they don't. There's no way.
1: Man, I have photos of my phone. A car was driving in front of me. I took my phone. out took a photo of it. Like I had a bumper sticker supporting Trump in Belfast. What the in fuck? In
0: Belfast. How can you agree with that?
1: If you have someone who is spewing your ideas, regardless of your ideas or beliefs or hatred, if you have some guy on the stage, on TV, saying the exact same things that you think deep down, you're going to support him. That's, that's what yeah, it is. You like, are. Even here, right. like, a lot of people here are big, even, even though we are not connected, a lot of people are big supporters of Bernie Sanders in America because they <laughs> believe what he wants. You know what I mean? Even though it has nothing to do with us, but a lot of people do support him because they believe what he was saying. trying to do trying to make change
0: yeah but we as a country we were not ready for it to burn because that would be too oh my god we would freak out if if bernie if bernie came in and did his thing too many people would lose a lot too much money and (laughs) they were not having that like if you you can do whatever you want but don't touch our money
1: yeah but the bad thing about it see if bernie Sanders came to the uk or UK for example like UK politics he'd be considered center he wouldn't be he wouldn't be left like he's like what's left in the UK no a lot of people think like Bernie Sanders would be left wing extreme left wing like a really progressive but his views are just are kind of the norm here like universal health care is a thing no one wants to speak that gun control is a thing for universities this thing so all these things that so what, what's the, what's what are the big disputes over there a lot of war war and like more like social benefits and stuff obviously university isn't technically free here because we do pay it back eventually but we don't actually pay it back i think the statistic is like only 70 percent, 80 percent of student loans aren't paid back
0: so how do you guys make money off universities like how does Maybe. it help the country
1: they don't. they don't make money university was always free here it was always given out in grants so you get money like when I go to university I don't pay anything I also get every three three times a year I get a student loan which used to be called a student grant so they give me like two thousand pounds just to pay for like maybe accommodation or school books and stuff that's what we get that every month every we get in September January and May every year we get that for four years So that's what we get on top of being in university. So it all adds together and we ought to pay it back. But you only start paying it back if you earn over a certain amount. If you earn over like 25 or 20 grand, you start paying it back like 30 pounds a month. But if you move country, you don't pay it back. A lot of people just up and leave and go to Australia and not to move to America and don't pay it back. It's not a big thing here because it never was a thing. We didn't pay for universities only recently. They started trying to take some money back off us. But then they're, they're funding these wars in fucking Iraq and Afghanistan and Syria and all too. I'm like, wait wait a minute, what? You're paying for all this money to go to war, but you're trying to get 30 pound off us a week?
0: Fuck off. So I could, get a my, I could get my PhD in Ireland and not pay anything.
1: Well, PhD is free. PhD, the, 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 the government pay you.
0: In, that's how it is in the US. In the US, if you get into a program and you get fully funded, you get paid. But in Ireland, so does Ireland take US citizens?
1: Yeah, I think, I think it's different though. I think you need to apply, don't you? I, yeah, I, you have I, to apply. But if I, I got from school works.
0: there, I would have the same benefits as you.
1: That's I'm sure amazing. you would. Like, yeah. Well, sure, if you come over here, you'll get free healthcare. They'll treat you.
0: But you have to, oh, I, I miss... Our, that's why I told you, I'm coming back there and I want to like start the, like my, the, my nonprofit, Everyone's Collaborative. Yes. I want to you know connect in Ireland and do stuff because like the, the city, the boxing gyms, different communities would definitely benefit from what I'm trying to do here, schools, education, after school programs, because I know like Ireland, you know, the problems, you know, the social problems, I know there's still people who drop out of school. I know there's kids who still do drugs. I know that, you know, people who do a lot of, you know, the same things that we do over here, but it's not a big issue because everything is contained like mm-hmm. what you like, the bass stuff over there I saw is very contained. And like, if there's a trouble kid in your town, everybody knows that's a trouble kid, that's a trouble family because you guys are a community for the good and for the bad. It's also
1: it's very hard to fall through the cracks, and it is possible. There's a lot of people who do fall through the cracks. We have social housing, social benefits. Like I worked in this, the, the social housing department, which is called the housing executive. So if you present, if you go to any housing executive in the North and present as homeless, they have to get you accommodation that day for free. And they'll charge you. They'll get you That somewhere. same day. Mm-hmm. They have to. If they can't, they'll put you up in a hotel and pay for it. That's what we do here. But a lot of people don't know about that. A lot of people, that's why, when you see homelessness in Belfast, especially a lot of people are homeless by choice. Either they're alcoholics and they live in a, a, a free hostel that doesn't allow uh, drinking. So they they are obviously alcoholics and they want to drink in the streets. So that's why they live in the streets. But you shouldn't really be homeless in Belfast or the North because we have the housing executive. And they'll get you a house. And if you can't afford that house... They'll, there's a thing called housing benefits and they'll try their best to fund you. Again, that's not as good as it used to be. It's definitely falling away. I think that's the, ba- that's the That's part of having a conservative government in the UK. They're taking away all these benefits, like slowly but surely. And that's the bad thing. And that's what they dispute over a lot of time, like more funding for education, more funding for social social housing, social, social benefits and stuff. It's like so, over
0: here.
1: Yeah, but the bad thing, we still have it. And a lot of people don't fall through the cracks because they're safe Because we have healthcare, we have social housing, we have benefits The like job seekers will, will give you money if you don't have a job. But the bad thing in America, you could easily fall through the cracks. Easily. Like if you miss, if you get sacked from your job, like there's no, like, re- there's not that much regulation in America. And that's the bad thing in it.
0: Wow. I think that's a great way to end this <laughs> and like segue into our next episode because wow thanks for taking the time to listen to our episode if you like what we're about make sure to stay tuned for the next episode of the community corner podcast we'll see you soon